ammo. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a podcast where we're talking about the future of Assassin's Creed. My name is Renegade Operative, and I want to introduce my panel here. So first we have our guest, which is Forrest. Hello. My name is Forrest Boy. I run a little channel called Forrest Boy Productions. Next up, we have Andre. Yo, what's up? Uh, Andre B. Venom. Um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about Assassin's Creed, a series that's been going very strong since 2007. And last but not least, we have Brendan. Hello, everybody. Your MVP is back. Oh, uh, so we're going to get into the first question as I take a little stretch. Uh, and the first game that's easy to talk about is uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Now, I, I saw this was leaked, and there's like four bullet points here as to what pertains to the game. So they said, we're going back to Roots yet again to play as an assassin. It takes place in Baghdad. It will not have any modern day elements. So I, I assume no future stuff or just playing around as uh, AKA not Desmond and uh it will be rated m because it's rated ao by accident because of some gambling shit that happened and it will not have gambling elements or loot boxes so considering what you've seen from ac mirage what do you think of the premise uh, before i even get on ac though that last thing you just mentioned i am completely shocked there will be no form of microtransactions in this game because they've been doing that since um four and now they're not doing it for um, the next mainline one. It's also got shot. They probably mm -hmm. got like caught by the AO cops. So they were like, oh, no, we're not. Do we don't do that here. <laughs> Here's the trick. What? I actually looked into that. No, go on. Uh, I looked into it. Now, here's the thing. They got uh, an adults only rating for real gambling. By the definition of the ESRB, that means that you could pay money in game to get real money back. Potentially, you know, gambling. Mm -hmm. They never said they were not going to have microtransactions. There was a bit of a debacle where they got apparently the SRB thought or there was real gambling. And then Ubisoft higher ups were like, shit, pull it back, pull it back. You know, I am not surprised if that is the reaction because I can see Ubisoft pulling some shit like that. So I, it's it's pretty much par for the course when you put it that way. But uh, I mean, all the other stuff I am glad for going back to Roots, playing as an assassin and not just, you know, being in a period piece just because uh, I think having those elements of going back to Assassin's Creed really works and uh, you're not just random viking or random trojan warrior just because so it, it, it's nice to finally go back into those footsteps yet again yeah like return of roots has been a buzzword for quite a while now but i think this time they actually generally mean it because like so you see um the main character gets finger cut off right that's literally back in altair's time period when he was an assassin before um that whole finger cutting was abolished by the time you get to play as Ezio, you know and his um time as an assassin so for them to go back that far is actually stellar. Part of me hopes that we actually get to see Altair in some fashion, whether it be a reference, his armor, whatever. Like, I want to see him. Uh, at least for me, personally. Um, everything I've seen about Mirage so far is um, it's looking really promising. Um, I've been 
I want to say I've been kind of burnt out of Assassin's Creed as time went on, especially when I went the RPG route. But I think hearing that they're really going back to like, let's see, AC once, but I want to say AC four style gameplay is a good start. Um, I do feel like the saying is kind of interesting. Like they're going back because I don't think really Baghdad's been represented a lot in a lot of video games, at least to my knowledge. Mm, um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, probably um, somewhere in Call of Duty as a detonated city. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. It was it? Yeah, going back to the old style of gameplay is a good sign. Just um, all they have to really do is just go like. Retweet the mechanics up to like modern standards and we'll be fine, really. Yeah, that's all I have to really say on the matter. Anyone else on Mirage before we move on to Rhett? Hmm. Mirage is interesting. They say they're gonna go back, and I fully believe they do. I'm just wondering how far back they're gonna go. Are they gonna try blending a little bit of their RPG stuff they've been tweaking? into some of the more classic stuff are they going to fully go back to their more classic stealth based gameplay where it was purely your own skill and tools i am i'm really curious to see how that's gonna go i was reading a tweet oh i'm sorry to interrupt but uh i was reading a tweet about um this topic in particular i think it was from benji sales and he reported and said they are going to implement rpg mechanics in some of the games and then some of the other ones it will not exist and i think mirage is one of those if i'm not mistaken realistically the best bet i imagine they will probably just go as far as back as syndicate's gameplay but that's like the last game before they went full on rpg with this you know insane mechanics whatever mm. so i imagine they're probably going to look at from that or go all the way back down as like an inspiration they're going to still keep their quality of life changes like the, the climate because the climate is you know at its best you know from the rpg side of the game of the games right but they're going to give us back the most at best vanilla experience while giving a nice modern you know coat of paint to fit you know to the standards and whatnot mm-hmm. um Actually, no, this is a somewhat of a weird comparison, actually, because this is uh, pretty recently. Uh, averaging a little bit, but um, I think it's kind of interesting with like how um, Mirage and uh, Red exist. It's because I know another series that went the RPG, uh, went like at least turn based RPG route, and that's Yakuza. And I think with the next game, then they're pretty much still going to go the R- turn, um, turn based RPG route with eight. But they did, but so to compensate for that, they're doing Gaian, which essentially is like still the classic beam up style. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like if what, um, you get like both parties are happy with um, each gameplay style. So I think that's, I want to say like a fair trade off, you know, if I that's agree. the case. I agree with that. Like giving. And here I thought I was going to be the one to bring up Yakuza. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's a good comparison though. Like saying, "Hey, we still have the RPG mechanics from uh, Yakuza Seven, and then for the people like the beat 'em up stuff, you're getting that, and then some." So everybody's happy. There's no frustration. I I think that's a nice trade off. Um, but we're gonna move on to Assassin's Creed Codename Red, and 
this one is interesting for several reasons but first and foremost number one it will have a japan based setting number two is done by the odyssey team and number three they did confirm this is going to have rpg elements so what are your thoughts on codename red honestly i am curiously optimistic but i'm also kind of disappointed at the same time for one it took them this long to even do it right because you, you know people were requesting china for example for a setting for a long time and look how that turned out we got 2.5d game right yep but the thing that i'm disappointed is that like they turned that and also to an like, rpg thing right if anything though this game would be the prime example of being vanilla as fuck as far as going back to his approaches or whatever because you play as a shinobi just not buy the under teaser trailer we got right so in my opinion though i think they should take notes from like the pre-RPG era of Assassin's Creed and just use step mechanics from that as opposed to making it into an RPG. Because the issue with the RPG games is that um, when you try to assassinate someone via stealth, uh, it's a level um, issue. Granted, they, they did technically fix that in Valhalla, I believe, but the fact of the matter is that it existed, still could exist in, um, in the codename Red. I just have to say that uh, I firmly believe they already knew that Ghost of Tsushima sold well and Ubisoft was like, you know, for years we've doubted doing a Japan setting. We've doubted this forever now. We don't want to do it. But all of a sudden after the money rakes in, it's like, hmm, you know, we want some of that. We're finally doing it. So we're going to go back on all our principles. And that's kind of how it feels like to me. But I am excited because I do want to see what they do with it and how that turns out. Uh, now, naturally speaking, because the samurai or a shinobi thing is going on, they have competition. Uh, we saw Rise of the Roni yesterday, and that was uh, crazy for what it was, and that's coming out in 2024. Uh, so it's going to be competing with games like that, and they have to not mess it up not fuck it up at all so i i wonder I, good uh, i wonder if people are going to be bringing up comparisons to um like neo sekiro ghost of tsushima oh, obviously absolutely. that one is definitely going to come up absolutely yeah. yes it's gonna happen because uh mini ninjas <laughs> uh, as far as the concern though i'd be surprised you won't use that as an example because um it's more around it compared to other games like Sekiro because it's all over the place I think Sekiro will probably be a more ideal way to compare it but again we haven't seen the game yet so we can't make that maybe that's just because I like Neo, but I noticed that Neo is kind of like mixed fandom like either people loved or hate it wasn't really like you know too big of a thing I love Neo personally I kind of loved it yeah I I love Neo personally I thought it was great was it personally for me uh yeah, I think Brandon brought up an interesting point with it being like compared to Sekiro. Um, you know what? It's weird. I think it's probably going to be like a weird mismatch of Ghost and Sekiro. Like, uh, it'll probably have the Ghost gameplay, but it'll probably be more emphasis on like Ghost swordplay for mostly, and it'll have emphasis on like Sekiro stealth, like something like that. Um, but maybe they'll do some interesting things with it. You know, like, I don't know. You can play as like, um, I guess Shinobi, Samurai, whatever, like a mixed hybrid of it. I just hope you can use like different weapons like Naginatas or um spears or you get you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the... I have a point on that actually. Good. Mm-hmm. Go on for Um it. so here's the thing. 
when Ubisoft generally does these things, especially recently, what they do is they take the previous games and they tweak it. They take the gameplay you know and they add twists, new tools, different tools, something like that. And I'm wondering, I'm I'm not really expecting, honestly, I'm really not expecting that much difference from uh, Origins, Odyssey, or Valhalla uh, in terms of like the general gameplay loop. I am expecting that they're going to throw in some new tricks, although I would not be surprised if the blow darts come back. That, that is a fair um, assessment to play, play out, because um, if you look at Assassin's Creed, if you just label it by Genzo, like Assassin's Creed 1 through um, Revelations, that's like, you could call that like Gen 1 for the most part, right? That era of the games. And from 3 all the way down to, say, Rogue, that's like an era of AC, then you guys Unity Syndicate, and then the RPG game. So, like, even though, like, they play identically to each other for, like, if you label it that way, there's always something they add on top of it to either improve or just give you, like, somewhat of a different experience. Like, going oh, from yeah, Assassin's exactly. Creed 3 to Assassin's Creed 4, you honestly got is playing a different game. Yeah, I think the thing that's going to benefit this game the most is they have like an obvious formula that people like, which is why it's being done by the uh, Odyssey team. But now they have the opportunity to tweak and add on stuff. So uh, I want to go back to what Andre said. It's all about it's going to be all about the gameplay and the new weapon variety they add to it. So smoke bombs, shuriken blow darts etc uh if you're going to uh, yes we've never had smoke bombs in assassin's creed before <laughs> well yeah but it's like just more for the ninja time though. yeah it's, i'm just teasing it's more for the ninja era and everything like that so i mean that stuff can be worked on improved on and added to make the experience more refined and better honestly also uh stealth because i like brandon said if there's a level two sneaking around and i have to come up behind someone and stab him in the neck then uh, and then just like ah mosquito <laughs> uh a mosquito bite what was that oh there's the intruder let's attack him must have been yeah, the literally, wind <laughs> literally stab you right in your throat and you're still alive like no sorry <laughs> that that shit was trash in in rpg games yeah, yeah we're like um it takes like multiple hits to kill them especially if they're like I hate, it's I kind of hate when it's like it's like you got an enemy with like a critical attack but they still stand like bro I just hit you in the neck head and you're still going come on now <laughs> yeah it, I guess having those mechanics there that's going to be the most uh op cautiously optimistic thing about this game honestly I'm actually fairly optimistic cuz I actually do like this style of gameplay I do feel like it also severely limits it, though, because, mm. um, believe it or not, when I played Assassin's Creed Origins for the first time, my brain immediately went the moment I got into the open world and just combat encounters and everything. I was like, oh, this is Witcher 3. <laughs> Witcher 3 has very, very similar combat and very similar leveling and equipment scheme. I think and, they should use Witcher's um, inspiration for um, Origins and onwards. I would be very, I would be very surprised if they didn't. And I feel like, oh, you know, it, it's like a mix of your equipment and your level and your skill. But I feel like it also limits it because, like, I could go into some place ridiculously high level and start 
no hitting enemies like they you couldn't be able to hit me because you know i'm doing really good but at the same time i'm not getting anything out of it i literally can't hurt them they are taking one to two damage and i'm sinking a knife directly into their skull this reminds me of when i went into the wrong area near automata and they were like level 13s <laughs> you were in the wrong neighborhood <laughs> oh man <laughs> But it kind of leads to this thing of like, oh, my skill literally doesn't matter. I just need to wait and grind it out and get a new sword. That's, like, that's why I enjoyed the older games more, particularly like, say, Brotherhood, Revelations 4. Oh, those games are very particular. I just love that it's very skill dependent because you, know, you got to master the parry and you got to worry about enemies trying to grab you. you know, I just love that system because, yeah, sure, they could destroy me if I'm not careless. But in return, though, I will annihilate them just by pure skill alone. I legitimately love Assassin's Creed 2 to Revelations combat. It was just brutal every time. It's yeah. sinking the uh, double hidden blaze into someone's neck. I, I need those animations back again because uh, that's just like so much fun to do when you get weapons like that and you just parry. And it, and it also made me um, parry a lot more, even though it was very risky to do because the window is like a little short. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dual blaze on is the very tight window compared to oh, like yeah. sword, for example. <laughs> yeah, sword very easy. Daggers easy. The the little hidden blaze is like, well, if you mess up, he's if he's close to your face, that's it. You can't do it. Oh, you guys are forgetting uh, the axes from Assassin's Creed Three, the tomahawk. <laughs> Remember oh, that? yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, they messed OB. up not bringing that back. They messed up yeah. not bringing back that play style. Because the Tomahawk play style was gold. Even if um, the combat in that game was slightly underwhelming, it, it hey. was still the best part about it, though. Because, you know, the way that I feel, you know, when he flowed with it was awesome. I feel yeah. like normal mode was using the swords. Easy mode was using the Tomahawk-style weapons because you were just so fast. It was so fun. It, yeah, because... It's been like ages since I played three, but I remember like if you got lucky, you can probably insta kill them with the tomahawk if you hit him in the head. It was really cool. But uh, I and there was this um uh high level knife you could get that replaced that's in the same category as the tomahawk, and it had just such a good damage boost you could kill enemies so much faster with it. That's oh, the yeah. thing too. Like this game needs a really great upgrade system. I know it's gonna be RPG and everything, but uh just give me stuff that will destroy these enemies if they're going to be like higher power than me i want to get my avengers back later one thing i will say i do enjoy about ubisoft as absolute questionable i'm not going to be too vile as the upper management is um i will say that at least i've never really felt like this overwhelming pressure like oh if i don't buy into their microtransactions i'm not gonna get that level up that i need or those materials that i need i've never felt too oppressed by it so thankfully they don't sacrifice too much of the game for their microtransactions yeah that's like a huge pet peeve i have uh that was actually one of my biggest problems i had with ubisoft for a while um you guys remember the level up microtransactions from uh, Odyssey where if you were like struggling in the game, you can pretty much buy them. And I know in like one of the DLCs, um, if you really don't want to grind out, you can literally just buy an XP booster and you'll literally just jump to level 50 because that's the level you have to be to play the expansion. God damn. 
Well, that's relevant because I mean this game is being made by the Odyssey team. Oh yeah. Uh, so I guess it's it's a wait and see, but like I said, I am cautiously optimistic. I want to see what they do with it, honestly. Uh, but the next one I'm very excited for. So this is Assassin's Creed code name Hexy, and ah. the theme will revolve around Salem witch or witch hunting trials. That's going to be the setting. It's confirmed not to be an RPG, and the icing on the cake for this one is. The creative director behind Splinter Cell Chaos Theory is working on this project as a main director. So this one I'm very curious about because um it sounds like they might go smaller like they said they were going to do with Mirage like making a little bit of a more smaller focused story. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure like I what are they going to do with this? I genuinely can't tell. Wait, what was the question I was again for um, Hexie again? Okay, so it's going to be centered around the Salem Witch Trials. It's confirmed not to be an RPG, and the creative director behind Splinter Cell Chaos Theory is going to be the main director on the project. Chaos Theory. I have a feeling this might be a predominantly stiff game. Because if they're going to use some rest trials, then I highly doubt that you're going to do a whole lot of fighting. Either that or this might be a, another precursor type um storyline, but... No, you dealing with actual like magical stuff again? Hmm. So you think they can go for like uh somewhat of a fantasy setting with this? Yeah, I think that it could definitely go all out with the fantasy stuff again. Because I'm sure I'm sure you you guys didn't play like the RPG games except for um Forest Hero. So those games focus a little bit more on the the pre civilization people hmm. in the most weird way, I might add. But they did do that right. So I have a feeling that. They might do that again with this um game, just just with the Sailing Witch Trials. On top of that, though, I think this could be a more predominantly stealth game, in contrast to well, the rest of Assassin's Creed series. Hmm. That's a hunch. That's all. Um, at least for me, and I'll go by fast. Um, uh, I think when you said it was like a smaller, I think if one of you guys said it was a smaller scale game, yeah, I could probably see it like. I'm guessing this game might be like a Assassin's Creed Rogue, where like it's very, it's not, it's put like this. It's not like a huge mainline entry. It's kind of more like a smaller side entry, sort of like gauge people. And um, I think going to the Salem Witch Trials is kind of like an interesting time period because um, like what Brand said, like how it's gonna be more emphasis on itself. Yeah, I could probably see that. Yeah. I'm very interested in this game in terms of setting because uh, I think it sounds really great to see what they could do with the story and how they build upon all this weird stuff happening, people being hanged, etc. Uh, so that can create some really, really good drama. As for not being an RPG, I think that's cool. It means that all these games, once again, will not be all the same. So that's great. And I am pretty much a religious fanatic of splinter cell chaos theory i thought that game was so fucking good with how they handled the mechanics and sam just like stabbing people with a knife was like the best thing in the world so i'm i i want to be stabby stabby in this game i'm looking highly forward to this one uh as i said when i ranked all of these projects this was on the top of my list for a reason I, i think they could do some real good with it and they have a great director so i can't wait Here's why I find it particularly fascinating. 
You want to know what the big, like, um, connecting thread between all mainline Assassin's Creed games is? Go on, good sir. All the stories take place in a time of great change and very important points of history, like major, major points in history. Uh, Italian Renaissance, Industrial Revolution, Revolutionary War, like really big moments. Salem Witch Trials, overall, is a much more smaller and self-contained thing, and that's why I find it interesting. They might focus on a much more personal, like, level between characters instead of fitting in this much more larger time period set pieces. I 100% agree with that. Right, plus, it is a smaller game, right? So that could be the case, too, you know? So. Yeah, that that's actually really interesting for us, uh, since you brought that up. Like, it's like the big change with the whole series. Yeah, I could probably see that, because, like, um, Zan's Creed is just, like, it's it's kind of in this interesting period where, like, um, it was old style gameplay kind of started to get, like, it started to get stale, so they went with the RPG style to really reinvigorate the series. Then, essentially, people kind of got tired of the RPG style, so they're doing, like, a mix of both, but at the same time, they're pretty much comfortable with both styles, you know? Like, they were trying a lot of different things, and I want to say it probably is going to work out fine when these games come out in the near future. So, yeah. So, I'm not excited that much for this next one, but I'm going to read it off anyway <laughs> before we close out the show with some oh, speculation. I which one this might be. <laughs> yeah, this is Assassin's Creed, codenamed Jade. Um, this is the mobile game that's going to take place in China. It's interesting that it's going to be an open world AC game on mobile, but I am not a mobile gamer, so I, I could care less about this one. What do you guys think? I mean, uh, they squeeze Genshin it, Impact on mobile. Yeah, but, oh man. It's, it's just, not the same. It's not the same. It's just <laughs> for a certain audience, and I, I just can't get behind it. I like playing handheld games like PSP or even Steam Deck, since I'm getting that soon, but I, I can't jive with this one. Uh, and this is their Fable China game, too, that they were going to give to people, and it's like, now it's a mobile game. I'm sure it will be probably interesting, though, for those people, but it's just not my cup of tea. Mm, this is the one where I'm heavily cynical. I bet you this is the one where the higher-ups were like, okay, we need to get into that China market. We need to have something we can specifically market. I was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking the same thing. There, no <laughs> you know what? Yeah, exactly. You know what China is particularly known for in terms of software uh, consumption? Yeah, mobile and PC. The mobile game market. China has one of the, no, it has the largest in the world of mobile game, if I remember. Mobile game, mobile, uh, yeah, just mobile gaming um, consumers in the world. As, as far as mobile concern, I'm not sure. It might be between them and Japan, to be quite honest. So, yeah, you might be right about that. But for PC, though, I think they're actually number one in the world because of that. Because it's the only way for them to get games at the time before they unlift the um, console then. If you give me like a half second, I'll look this up real quick. Oh, well, yeah. you, you know what? I want to yeah. add on to that. I did see this news recently, but it all makes sense. I saw that China or Tencent, rather, is actually heavily increasing investment into Ubisoft. Uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I think this is just the corporate move to say, Hey, you know, we got this China thing going on with Tencent and we're increasing our steps with them. How about we just make a game there and try to get as much money as possible. 
Yeah. But to get my honest oh. thoughts on it though, legit. As Ren put it though, mobile trash. I was so, so disappointed at this, bro. Like, I, oh, I was finally looking forward to getting a 3D China game, but it's mobile only. Why is China stuck on mobile, bro? Why yeah. is it always mobile? Oh, I just. It, this is just a complete business move and i i think it's going to show too with the game itself so the excitement is down the drain so to speak for this one mm-hmm. all i gotta really uh oh you want sorry i was just gonna say real quick i wasn't able to find the thing that i was trying to quote real quickly but i was able to find that china has about approximately you know just a few of them 666 million mobile gamers <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it just so happens that the first Assassin's Creed that really focuses, you know, like a big Assassin's Creed full open world in China is a mobile game. Ubisoft is not slick. We we know what you're doing. We we got my we got our eyes on you. We know what you're doing. All I um all I gotta really say on this matter is like the um Cause when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is cool." But then when I found out it was China, I immediately remembered Assassin's Creed uh, Bloodlines, was it, or something like that? The China game that came out years ago. Yeah, yeah Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. There you go. I remember that, and I was like, "They have one character that had so much potential, and they just relegated that said character just like a side scroller game, which I haven't really played much, so I can't really say." But it's like. Come on, Ubisoft. You have one job. You have like one really cool idea, and then you just relegate to mobiles. Like, man. That's yep. Ubisoft in a nutshell. Assassin's Creed. All these characters have potential, but they don't use them. You just move on to the next one. Exactly. It's like so dumb, bro. I wonder if they're gonna pull a liberation and like at a later date release a HD port to PC, and then later take your DLCs away. <laughs> But that oh. happened with um all their mobile set for bloodlines, unfortunately. So yeah, so Liberation Chronicles, I want to roll the possibility of this game coming to console. So, but yeah, I'm still Never holding my breath. Stuff. I'm still holding my breath on that uh, Wild West one they teased back in Assassin's Creed Four. Damn, Wild West one, bro. What? That'd be they teased cool, the Wild sure. West one like ba- all the way back in Assassin's Creed Four. It was w- a one-off mention. In uh, some of the employee files you could read as, you know, when you're in the modern day in Abstergo Entertainment, they passingly mention like, wow, what about the Wild West? You know, we have some relatives here and there and French Revolution and all that. They huh. tease um, uh, Unity there, too. Red Dead Creed? Okay. Yeah, I'd be I down with it. it. I fuck with it. I uh, like it. Uh, there's one thing that they've mentioned to close off the show uh and it's basically a rumor but i want to get the opinions of the people so they said mirage is going to be used in this rumor as sort of a tool to make an assassin's creed one remake uh what do you guys think of that if that ever comes into fruition what is the speculation behind that i'm sorry can you repeat that question I, um audio cut out for me uh i said that um they're using Mirage as a rumor, but they want to use Mirage as a way to make Assassin's Creed 1 as a remake and use those assets from there. What do people think about that idea? Uh, that doesn't sound unrealistic, considering, you know, it's a gaming tree. We access football the damn time, you know? 
Mm -hmm. Look at Resident Evil 4, look at Village, you know, as a flip, as an example, you know, it wouldn't be unrealistic. I hope it happens, though, because um, as much as I want to see Assassin's Creed 1 come back, though, I do not want the vanilla experience. I want a full-on remake, because that game does not age well at all. Even for its time, though, the game was just, like, it's painfully okay. The game story, you can... the characters is great, but the playing the game is uh Yeah, it, it it really plays like a first game, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like at, to the worst degree possible. It's like the most first game you could ever play for that generation. Yeah, it's I, I think the thing that annoyed me the most is when people threw rocks and you fall into the water and automatically desynced and i oh dude swimming uh, pissed me off so much <laughs> i'm so glad they actually fixed that too you have no idea i was so happy i was like you can go in the water now great because i missed i died I miss last the, time i missed the jank free running like the really old free running they had where you could just jump off and hit a really weird, poorly calculated spot by the free running AI, oh, and man. then just go full ragdoll. <laughs> uh, man, uh. yeah. But was it up? Sam's Creed One, man. It's like it's kind of it's like it's kind of like Uncharted One. Like Uncharted One was, you know, it was it was fun for its time. But when you go back, it's like man, I aged grace. Then it's like you jump. It's like when you jump to the next game, and you know, like the sequel will be a lot better. I, I just think so, um, I would argue Assassin's Creed One aged worse than Uncharted One. Yeah, yeah, I could I probably agree. I could see that. Yeah, it. I think someone created a Photoshop or something. Uh, I think it was before the 15th anniversary stream where it was like Assassin's Creed One remaster, and I'm like, delete this picture immediately, please. The, <laughs> please delete it. <laughs> uh. But no, like, um, Assassin's Creed 1 definitely deserves the return, because, um, I think, I think Altair was a really cool character, like, he, his whole story was just dope, and, you know, like, in a sense, that kind of fell from grace, and he kind of had to work his way up, and it was really cool when he came back to Revelations, albeit not, like, not, like, a major character, but, like, he, it was kind of more, like, really more minor in that sense, yeah. Altair's story is actually really pretty well done. Assassin's Creed 1 actually was pretty good for, you know, a first game in a series in the 2000s when, you know, everyone was trying to be edgy and new and breaking into the HD console scene. And just they did surprisingly well of making a, an intriguing story and good characters. It's simplistic, but yet effective. Like, that, that's the beauty of the first game, I have to say, when it works, of course. Oh. <laughs> Don't remind me, God. It's, I remember I just jumped on a rooftop. I was being chased, and then all of a sudden I got sandwiched, and the controls were so stiff that two people just beat the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, what has happened? Bro, I rage quit the first game at least three times before I actually finished it. I beat the game twice in my whole life compared to, like, literally other games that I've played the most. Like, Assassin's Creed um, 2, I beat that game five times. Total. Easily. Oh yeah, going from I, one I, to two, it, it felt like you were in heaven. I, I'm not kidding. Like it was that one good. to two is the most craziest upgrade ever. Like they go like they were like, oh, no one like that. Let's change all of it. Let's polish every facet we can. Oh and, yes. Uh, 
crazy thing was Assassin's Creed 2 came out the same year as Uncharted 2, so it all evens out. <laughs> oh my god. It was a conspiracy. Templars. Uh, uh, Abstergo. <laughs> Even crazier is like, uh, Nolan North was in both cases like the main character. <laughs> yeah, he is Desmond. <laughs> yeah. Same shit. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, know. Is Nolan that. North still doing his thing? Like, damn, he's everywhere. <laughs> I have yeah. not heard of him in a long time, but I think he's still voice acting. He has to be. He, he's in Avengers. That's the last game that I, I had experienced him in. So yeah, he's so still he voice is. Acting, so oh, oh my god, man! Oh yeah, uh, I forgot he was Tony Stark in that game. Yeah, unfortunately, he I does the best you. Deadpool. I swear. Yeah, right? that's uh, that's all I hear is Deadpool whenever he talks. I was just like, yeah, that's that character. Same. He fucking killed Deadpool in that game. No. That's the truth. There's two. There's two things that we missed actually. Uh oh. It it was the multiplayer, which they didn't they didn't say anything much about that. It's just free to play, oh, yeah. and that's it. Invictus, Assassin's Creed Invictus. Yeah, we didn't forget to talk about the multiplayer. In fact, we talk about, forgot to talk about Unity. Uh, Unity. I'm not using um Infinity. That's what it was there. Ah. Yeah. yeah, we missed the other two big announcements. I mean, we got the main four. And also, yeah. they're having a Netflix series for Assassin's Creed, which... No, Red, probably just start the recording and do it like a post-edit. <laughs> we <told> <laughs> I've, I've already done that. Yeah, um, all I know about Infinity is, like, I know if, uh... Isn't it, like, some kind of hub thing where, like, if you play all the games, it, like, tracks how much you've played and, like, gives you rewards or something like that? It's basically the RE net for Assassin's Creed. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. I'm okay. not sure what it is so far. They're, like, so far they said, uh, what was it? I just read the article. They said Red and I think they said Red, uh, codename Red and codename Hex, Hexy. Those are going to be a part of the new hub, which is Infinite, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means. They're going to be a part of the hub. It has to be some stat linking or something relevant or important. I, I don't know. It, it could be story as well. Maybe there's some weird things that's going to go on there. I don't know. But uh, it's nice. They're trying to do some uh, fine saying, Is this going to be like the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge where you can put one <laughs> in the other and you can play okay. as Dante from the Devil May Cry series? Like, what yeah, are we yo, doing here? Yo, oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. as hell. That'd I'd be, be down for that. That'd be awesome, actually. As for the multiplayer, I don't... Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Which uh, When did they start multiplayer? Was it Brotherhood Revelations? Brotherhood. Okay. Brotherhood, and the last yeah. one they did was um, 4. Unity had co-op. Okay, I need that multiplayer to be like Brotherhood immediately because that shit was fun, dope, and after that, I just, I don't know if they dropped off or whatever. Uh, for me, like the best multiplayer was definitely um, um Brotherhood and 4. The weakest yeah, one. Yeah, they was, really had um, it going on, three. although I really loved the maps in 3. Yeah, 3 had good maps, though. Just, I don't, the general gameplay for it, it felt like, really enough, a beta test for what it's doing for 4. 4 also yeah. affected it, the style they had in mind for 3. Uh, even Man, though I love that Animus core map. That was always such a cool one in 3. Right? I, I just... Yeah. <laughs> I just like shooting people with the hidden gun. That was... 
that was so much fucking fun because they once you hit the target is like they don't even know where it's coming it's just one hit kill so bro i had enough of people run away and whatnot so you know what fuck you guys bang bang <laughs> bam wrist gun hidden gun <laughs> in the back it's like so good uh but it is once again ubisoft so that word free to play i hope they don't butcher it that's all that's all it's gonna be filled with microtransactions because unfortunately oh. as much as i love force multiplayer there's actually microtransactions in them you can literally skip progression or buy skills early mm. for example the smoke bomb for whatever godforsaken reason the smoke bomb is literally the final unlock in four so you can buy it earlier by using the microtransactions they have in the game if i remember fours multiplayer like as a baseline for where they might be going with this i imagine they're going to incorporate a lot more of the modern stuff like season passes unlockables that are like if you get a certain amount of xp get something free but you'll get even more good shit if you buy the pass as long as it's good and they don't ruin it like they did with siege because siege dropped off for me i would be happy to freaking play that game and get every single character for the season pass i will not be against it i hope I, they bring back the wolf pack yeah the, the wolf pack game mode great. oh that was killer literally <laughs> mm-hmm like honestly though this would be a great opportunity to bring back all the modes like have alliance in from brotherhood no wolf pack no assassinate most wanted all of that like give us all the game modes again shit uh, they could give us co-op as well from unity I mean, seriously, I actually really adored Wolfpack as being this kind of thing of just like tr true Assassin's Creed, like Assassin Simulator of having to hunt down a t target and not knowing quite who they are. No, like marker over their head. No story like telling you, oh, there he is. Just like pure intuition and just trying to figure it out yourself. I adored that literal cannon mouse game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the best part about like hunting people down because you could either hit the wrong one, desync, or you know, if you're not careful, they can come up behind you and kill you. So everyone's doing a bunch of things, and it's so much shit going on that it made it so good and chaotic at the same time. Uh, Among but, Us, but everyone is imposter. <laughs> well, pretty much. That was the Among Us before the actual Among Us. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> as for as for the netflix show i don't know i i i'm keeping it's netflix i'm keeping my reservations low after the clips i've seen from the almighty resident evil season one one and done uh, <laughs> oh it's live action that's right yes it is uh, that sounds like oh my evil. god that that show was an experience experience man i cannot tell you how there is only one type of assassin it's resident evil uh, media non-game media you should watch and it's assassin's creed revelation oh, fuck i said it again <laughs> resident evil revelations and i ruined the joke yeah, no, it's fine. yeah but um the whole live action in assassin's creed sounds like a recipe for disaster honestly like it's I have a weird feeling it'll come out. People will talk about it for a week and then forget about it the following week after. I almost thought you said uh, it, if it's bad, then people will not forget. No, but uh, I almost thought you said passing out the show was like passing out a piece of excrement, and that was. <laughs> I don't know why that came across my brain, but like the, uh, yeah, I I mean the live action movie for Assassin's Creed. I thought the um them going back in the past. 
that was fine you know it looked cool but the present stuff was boring so i just have no expectations for this one impress me if you can if not it's just gonna be a meme town for this one I uh, was wanted to mention real quick, if any of you guys actually did want to see like some fairly good Resident Evil stuff, there were some official, like really official, like from Capcom Resident Evil movies, like animated ones that were done. The CGI's, yeah, we watched all of those. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know what? I think that format actually would have been better. Like, make it animated and you could do a lot more with it. You know, it's out of the way. You don't have to get all these fucking expensive actors and shit. Like, uh, just get some good voice actors and you're good to go and make the story, you know, interesting. That's all they (laughs) could have done, but no. I don't know why they don't go for more of, like, uh, CG stuff, because uh, video game, like, AAA Studios, wherever they get them, like, have you seen Halo 2 Remastered Cinematics? They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about uh, for Master Chief Collection? Anniversary? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they just don't do that because it works better. It it's clearly worked before because it worked in the game. You can do it and tell a story. Just do that. The hilarious yeah, thing. But... I I don't know why people are so fascinated about um, live action all the time. Like, no, you could do a hell of a lot more with. I animation. think it's cheaper. Yeah, has to be the case, really, because um, CGI, like anime and CGI, cost money. So they're like, well, live action well, I mean, costs money. Yeah, that's true. I, that's true. It's just I feel like the reason live action they want to do is like I don't know. I guess maybe they want to like make it more realistic and grounded for people, so they can get more engaged. Which hell, I, I mean, it, 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 realism and games, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> It does not go well. It it works for certain games and for others. It's like, if you're doing... This is why I say, as an example, it's so hard to probably do something like DMC as live action because they're doing insane stunts here, like crazy shit. You just have to pour in a bunch of money to get that functioning even in live action. So it's easier to animate it or CGI it because you're doing all these backflips and shit. You know what I mean? hmm. And you're fighting big demons, all all type of stuff, really. I'm assuming everyone here has seen that really, really kick-ass intro cinematic uh, that I think was live action or some mix of the two uh, for Assassin's Creed 2. I remember it's in Venice. It's in Venice. uh, Ezio's stalking a target, and it's like this really high-quality FMV. And it looks really good. I have not actually. Uh, I will say link that later on. I want to see that. And the point I'm trying to make is like clearly they have done this before. Like they have some idea of what to do. I don't know why it falls apart when they actually commit to it nowadays. I just thought like there's no passion in these projects. I mean, that's fair. Like, it's it's easy to correlate it and say quality control is like pretty much everything. That's why I said in my video, you can make a good Resident Evil show. You can make a good Resident Evil movie. But what Capcom likes to do is they don't supervise it. So when you do that, then people are going to be like, oh, OK, I'll just make whatever then. 
And yeah, the only time they realistically supervise is the animation stuff. Yep, the animated movies. That's it. That's why those movies are way decent than half of the shit they've done in all the Anderson movies, except for the first one, because I appreciated that one. But that's about it. Just put quality controls. Not that hard. Oh, if anything. Um, this was. Let's just hope Devil May Cry gets a decent anime if it ever even comes out this rate. Uh, it's coming now. It's just um they're done with the script and whatnot, not even production. Oh, yep. Really? Mm, that's good to hear. So the animation phase is gonna take longer than uh we will see this probably next year. I I I don't think it's gonna be delayed any further than that. We should see something by next year. Uh but that's Found what I did. That's what I think they should do for AC. Just, you know, supervise it. Make sure it's being done right. Oh, this. I remember this. This is awesome. Oh, um, yeah, that's... Uh, that this was looks better form. than most things look today. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, the one for AC3 is still the, my favorite one, honestly. Connor going up against a whole army. Like, that shit was awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh, that yeah, was killer. Dude, Those remember. colonials getting slaughtered. That was like a mission in the game where you had to like sneak past all the colonials and assassinate like a leader. I remember. But last thing I heard him. I guess we go ahead and do actual Oh yeah, because we're sidetracking now. Uh, But it was it was fun. So I am Renegade Operative. I'm gonna give my outros. You can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube Renegade Operative, and I will be on Infinite Ammo Syndicate uploading this later. So. Brandon, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as Paragon Operative. I'm just kidding. Shut you can up. find me on Twitter. At, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Mortal Brando. I have a link tree link to it so you can see all my, all my other projects I'm doing, you know, other associations, or whatever. So yeah, catch me, you know, wherever you want to catch me. Next up is Andre. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter as Andre B Venom. Um, I also have a YouTube channel that I've been uh, actually uploading videos lately. Just really just small gaming videos and that's all i have to really say it was definitely a fun time talking to you guys definitely looking forward to more in the future yep when these games come out and it's going to be an interesting discussion on each one of them forest where can we find you you can find me on youtube as uh forest boy productions where i do gaming let's plays of whatever i feel like and occasionally little shit posts that i make it's basically just hobby stuff you can find me on reddit as user slash u slash forest boy gamer and you can find me under certain rocks in the pacific coast (laughs) Uh, well find you buried with altair and all the other characters and and china too because ubisoft but that's another story but (laughs) we will see mobile land but we will see you guys later hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and once again peace out